what's up? This is JM, host of the Celebrity Grill podcast on iTunes, and you're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Network. All barbecue and grilling, all the time. Favorite bookstore, and I'll see you after dinner. Why don't people understand my intention? Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Fine, how's it going? <laughs> you have a great show, I'm a big fan. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish! What? He ate 54 wieners. Oh, listen, Laverne, you shake face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seeds. <laughs> You could use it to fight off creeping marauders looking to take your steaks off your grills. I just like being anywhere with Junior, Senior, and Diva. Sounds like a whole other type of movie. <laughs> wow, yeah, really. Keep it hot, keep it clean, keep it lubricated. We have top men working on it right now. Ooh, top men. Well, uh, not surprisingly, uh, rim job is at 100%. That's right. Welcome back to the second hour, folks. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe, 877-448-0433. This is the number to call. Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com if you want to weigh in tonight via the uh, email. You know, we have electronic mail. Uh, Bob G weighing in. Greg, KCBS could benefit by having a good PR rep. While it was encouraging to have Candy Weaver on the show, she seemed ill-prepared to really discuss anything of merit with you. Her answers were vague, and she seemed to respond to your questions rather poorly. As a result, I think she did more harm than good in representing the KCBS Bob G. Bob, thanks for uh, writing into the show. You know, I think, and this is no disrespect to Candy because uh, she's obviously a very successful uh, businesswoman, but uh, at least from having talked to her about the the uh, the business aspect of being in the barbecue industry, but then getting into the board. Um, I think that's got to be one of those things where you turn back the curtain and you realize uh, perhaps it's even maybe a little bit more. Uh, this is the this is the vibe I'm getting from her. Uh, so I'm just reading off of uh, the sounds that I get after answering quick. But maybe the, the curtain that was revealed was maybe even a little bit more disgusting than she thought it was going to be. Uh, that there was more work in it for her than she thought it was going to take to, to get it to where she was hoping uh, to lead it to and to change it to. And how is that going to change? I don't know. So uh, next time we have her on, it'll be a, probably a little bit more uh, hardball-esque. Uh, I, I was not looking to dissolve the relationship with the new president of the KCBS in the first interview, uh, considering usually it only takes about one interview for me to do that with anybody on the board. I have uh, interviewed uh, Merle, uh, Merle Whitebook, who has been amidst uh, controversy pretty much ever since he started coming on the show, and he hasn't been on the show in like a year and a half now. And then I uh, interviewed, I think, Mike Lake once or twice. And then he stopped doing the show. And uh, I was interviewing uh, Carolyn Wells before Merle Whitebook. She stopped doing the show. And now we have Candy Weaver coming on the show, who has been on the show. I mean, she was like a friend of the show before she actually got into the BOD. So, of course, I always find it 
entertaining to see who is a friend of the show first and worried about other stuff second and who doesn't likes the show when they can like it and doesn't like the show when it's easier for them to not like the show, which is fine. I mean, who, what do I care? I could sit here and talk about charcoal and rim jobs uh, all day long and twice on Sunday because that's what we do here, guys, right? Yeah, all right. Uh, are we ever going to not stop saying rim jobs now? Jeez, that's so weird. That's still 100% on the rim job. Um, I don't know. There you go. Here we go. 877-448-0433. If you want to weigh in on the continuing topic of the KCBS and, and where we're at, what do you think should happen? Uh, just let it go. It's fine the way it is. You got a lot of people out there just kind of, not even a lot of people, but some people that have, I call them the keyboard commandos. They have reign over barbecue forums and they use those particular venues to get out what they feel. And it's really just a very minute percentage of uh, people that are very unhappy that you're only seeing one side. You're not hearing both sides of the argument. I can see it really from uh, a number of sides. Uh, So there you go. Look, we we do have a number, a number of free gifts uh, to give away here. We have a Cosmos Q injection. We have a green leaf barbecue. Uh, Tim will be on the show next week, by the way. And we have uh, frog mats, and we have El Capitan. Uh, if you want to call in and win a prize, you don't have to play the game now because that's what we just do in the first hour. If you just like to call and collect like the IRS, uh, feel free to do so. 877-448-0433. Know that you are, when you're hearing me, I am roughly 45 to 50 seconds ahead of you. So if you're calling in for a prize, there's a good chance that somebody might have just captured it from you. So have a backup prize just in case. 877-448-0433 is the number to call, and you can give away, uh, or I can uh, give away a, a free prize for you. Let me put this up, because I know some people have trouble uh, listening to me and writing down at the same time. Uh, also, well, here we go. It's March. March Madness basketball is coming around. That means uh, springtime is coming around, which means that for probably... A, the vast majority of you. Grilling season is almost upon us. Grilling season. I'm not sure exactly what that's all about. Well, call in Cripple Creek. Get your prize, buddy. 877-448-0433. So we're going to be having, at least here in Cleveland, we're going to be having a stretch of days that are 50 degrees plus. That's like a heat wave here in Cleveland right now. I mean, it's been... 20 degrees or lower pretty much forever and people are going to be anxious to uh, crack open those grills and get them out and open and uh, we'll get back to that here in just a second area code 916 name and where you're calling from hey name is curtis i'm from sacramento california hey curtis how are you buddy hey not bad how about yourself i'm doing excellent thanks for asking uh, curtis would you like a prize oh uh, yeah so i'd love one of frog mats if that's at all possible yeah, frog mats are still available. Uh, Curtis, let me ask you a strange question, but you do have like a uh, indirect way of cooking, right? Because these things cannot go over direct heat. Yes, sir, I do. All right, send me the... I've got, me- I've got, a, U- I've got a UDS. All right, UDS, send me the uh, grill grate measurement size, and I'll forward that down to frog mats. They'll hook you up with a custom-made frog mat. Beautiful. Thank you very much, bud. All right, send me your shipping, greg at the bbqcentralshow.com. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. All right, Curtis. There he is. California. Rep-resent. 
Represent. Good to see John Dawson on the uh, uh, Ustream. What's up, Kingsford University alum with your uh, rim job roommate? <laughs> anyway, so we're supposed to get a string of days here in the barbecue capital of the North Coast where it's going to be like 50 degrees or more. Uh, two of those days. Uh, well, she said, didn't she say? She said you were on that team, right? I swear she said you weren't. Was that Clint? Clinton Meathead, right? I mean, it's so hard to keep you guys uh, so hard to keep you guys straight. Clint, you, Craig, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, rim job takes first place, and really, it's all near and dear to our heart. Anyway, right? of course it is. Hey, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? You just want a rim job. Anyway, uh, so if you're going to be breaking out those grills for the very, very first time since you put them away in, let's call it mid-November, and that was probably late for a lot of you people, uh, you're going to have to do a few things. First of all, you're going to have to get it out of the attic. Second of all, you're going to have to uncover it. Third of all, hopefully you didn't store it with like the propane tank on the grill. I mean, it sounds ridiculous, right? Uh, TD Hooks, the attic is a, uh, that's an inside joke, I apologize. Um, Hopefully you didn't store it with the propane tank on it. Uh, So if you did, please disconnect, make sure that all the the valves are off on your grill and that the uh, propane tank is shut off. Uh, Righty tighty, lefty loosey, okay? Uh, So, make an effort. At least once during the grilling season, if there is a season, that you go ahead and really do a thorough cleaning of your grill. And I'm not talking about your barbecue pin. I'm talking about the grill. Take off the grate. Take off the uh, grease deflectors or the grease infusers or the grease defusers or the flavorizer bars, whatever the hell you want to call those things that sit over your actual burners. And then undo the burners as well. Now, I have a Weber. I have many Webers. Perhaps... My Weber is easier to take apart than your particular piece of equipment, but really put in the effort. Break out the service manual and see how you get uh, the manifolds and the venturis and all that stuff off and pull everything out so you just have the box itself. Now take your uh, paint scrapers and your chisels and all that stuff where you haven't actually done this since you've owned the grill and it could be one or ten years from now. I do not have a, a platinum model. I do not. I have a, uh, what it was, well, it was a Genesis back then, but I believe it's now the Spirit line. Uh, but it's four years old. It's a three burner, no uh, no side burner, because I think those things are junk. Um, and dig out all of the grease and all of the crap that is built up in there, right? And then take out the, uh, the grease pan, if you have a pan, or, as I always like to say, grilling season introduces at least one new pop can to catch that grease and that silly little hanger of yours, as that's what you have. Replace that with a pan. You know, go buy the Weber pan and just replace it. Retrofit. Use some handyman skills and get in there. But really get it out. Dig all the crap out. Give it a nice, if you have a pressure washer, go ahead and just wash the whole thing down. Because remember, <clears throat> you have taken off all of the most important parts, right? Perhaps you've, you've taken off all of the proper parts and all of the stuff that you really don't want to get wet, right? You've done that. Uh, blast out the whole thing. Make it gleaming. 
Make it nice. Treat it well. Remember, keep it hot, keep it clean, keep it lubricated. That really applies to a lot of things in life, I think. Um, By the way, just a quick update on the instant poll. Uh, Rim job still coming in at 100% over crackle. Hard to imagine. Certainly hard to imagine. Uh, Here we go. Uh, Glad you got some coverage with my dirty cocktail, Robin Medlin, joining it. Thank you, Robin. Damn it, I said it again. It's Lindars. Why'd you have to go get married? I can't even remember that. Damn it. Uh, so now you have a clean grill. Take the burners. There's a little screw at the very end where it goes into the manifold where the gas is going to come in. Those are your uh, venturis. You take a brush, kind of brush all around there and make sure there's no cobwebs, right? No cobwebs. And then this is what I do because I'm a little... I can't believe I'm going to say this because the instant messengers are going to blow up. A little anal retentive when it comes to my burners. <laughs> uh, I take a toothpick, like, a, but I've, I've fashioned it. It's like a metal toothpick that I made, and I go in to each burner hole, and I poke it, poke it, poke each one individually to make sure that it is free and clear, and then I actually take like a metal, what do you call it, a steel brush that you would brush rust from, and I go up and down each side, and go up and down, and make sure that I get any loose rust off there, and there you go. And, that, and then I do that with each one. So I have three, three times I'm doing that. And then I also make sure that the, the Venturi uh, lids there on the where it all goes in the manifold, I make sure I get my Phillips head screwdriver and I unscrew a little bit and make sure that you know it's like a 25% open, I believe, at least for a Weber's. It's supposed to be a prime combustibility between gas and air. And I fit everything back together. And then I take a grease lightning or some simple green or whatever it is that isn't like huge chemical willy. And I spray down the grill and I clean it and make it all nice and shiny. And it's wonderful. Stand by. All right, sorry about that. Uh, so now you have a nice, clean grill, and uh, now you want to hook up the uh, propane tank. Perhaps, how many people are, uh, here we go. I'm going to do a whole new instant poll right here. I'm wondering. This is just a grilling question, by the way. Uh, here we go. Stand by for this one. Hold on. I know dead air is terrible. What kind of gas? You use on your grill. LP. G. Here we go. New poll up for the Ustreamers. Uh, if you're listening on the audio side, you want to weigh in via email, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. What kind of gas are you using on your gas grills? Obviously, charcoal you're using. Uh, charcoal. <clears throat> but are you an LP guy or are you an NG guy? Uh, I've often thought that it would be extremely convenient if I had a natural gas connection because my natural gas is, huh, sounds weird when I say it out loud. Uh, My house is natural gas. I have a pipe that goes really 
it's it's inches away from where my grill is, my gas grill. And I thought about having a plumber come out and a pipe in natural gas into the grill. And I don't know this for sure or not, but does natural gas burn uh, not as hot as liquid propane? I believe that's the case from what I understand. Because I think uh, liquid propane burns at, at a higher BTU or a higher uh, higher burn rate than it would uh, than natural gas. Although I can't necessarily confirm that, but I believe uh, that, okay, yeah, White Dog Barbecue uh, weighing in. A natural gas, oh wait, natural gas is hotter. No, natural NP is hotter. Natural propane, natural propane, LP. The burner puts out a certain BTU. All right. Nobody knows. Uh, anyway, I use liquid propane, but I've often thought about piping in natural gas just because, you know, even though I have like three or four canisters, uh, I, I'm bound to run out because inherently after the third canister, you know, you get a little complacent, you get a little lazy. You're not doing your man thing and having your three canisters placed around the yard. Do you, does anybody else do that? Like I had some behind the bushes and put some over here and over there and then, you know, they're all kind of uh, hidden. Uh... Uh, Terry, I appreciate the offer, but believe me, uh, you talking me through hooking up my gas grill with <laughs> natural gas, there's a very, very good chance that I would blow the house up. I'm a man. I'm 40. But I am no handyman. Let's believe that. It would be a, it would be a nightmare of seismic and gargantuan proportion. Uh, but I do appreciate the help. Um, perhaps if you lived up here in Cleveland, I would just let you come right over to my house and do it for you. I'd pay you in large quantities of beer if you like beer. Uh, all right, so now we have a clean grill. You have now hooked up the gas or your natural gas connection, and you fire it up. See how it's running. Uh, at least from what the great folks over at Weber have told me, knowing that you have a good air and gas combustion ratio, Jones, is you'll see that you have a blue flame coming out and you have a yellow tip. If it's orange, there's too the mixture is not right. You want to have the blue flame coming out with the yellow tips. And you know they're oh so pretty. Then you have a nice clean grill. If you use it a lot, if you use it a lot, do yourself the favor. And clean it out. I clean mine out once a month because when it's warmer out, I'm just out there five and six days out of the week. It's just easier. I might not be cooking main meals on it all the time, but you can guarantee that I got some type of vegetable on there, that I'm baking something on there, that uh, or you know I'm just doing the whole uh, the whole meal on there. Maybe I'm doing bacon on the cast iron skillet. It's the after gas segment, John. It's the after gas segment. Uh, I, I'm just using it more. I mean, why wouldn't you be? I'm out there two or three times now when it's cold. When it's warmer out there, I want to maximize my hot time, my me time, my Cleveland, Ohio great weather time. And, yeah, got a uh, tat wrist. Wrist tat. Uh, just me. But if you're like me, be the good guy to your grill. It'll love you for it. It'll, it'll last you longer, and you won't get that really funky-ass taste on everything you cook. If you're doing proper uh, preheat, proper burn-off, 
you can use a lot of these accessory equipment to tell you that you can bake in it. If you're a nasty, funky, non-good griller cleaning guy, no, that's not, by the way, John, your food is just going to have that icky, stank taste to it. If you try to put, if you try to bake bread in your grill and you never clean it, it's going to have that amalgamation of crap taste on the bread. It's just the way it is. It's like my good friend Stephen Reichland says: keep it hot, keep it clean, keep it lubricated. It's like my good friend Ted Reeder says: a healthy, a clean grill is a healthy grill. You're not going to have the very, very crappy. Get with the times. What are we talking about here? We're talking about barbecue and grilling, not my choice in ink and where I got it. It's my life decision, people. My life decision. Uh, so there's some basic grill maintenance for you. Now, if you have a charcoal grill, uh, we can get in a whole different debate on if you're looking at briquettes and if you're looking at lump. And if you are looking at briquettes, are you looking at the blue bag? Are you looking at natural hardwood briquettes? I mean, I think I've tried every natural hardwood briquette there is. Uh, but they, you, you're not going to find that nice... I know, see, I know, what, I know what it is with you people. You want the briquette sustainability, the integrity of the briquette, the longevity of the briquette with the completely less ash... That lump charcoal creates, or doesn't create for that matter. It's just not going to happen. If you're going to use a briquette, it's just more stuff. It's just more stuff. It's going to burn down. You need to bind that stuff together, whether it's all natural or not. So you're going to have to choose one or the other. I'm just, when I'm grilling, oh boy, am I really going to do this? I'm clicking on a link. There it is. How did you know? What do you mean next one? I'll show you. No, forget about it. Uh, you're not going to be able to find the briquette that has the uh, the lump charcoal ash less amount. That was poor English on my part. I apologize. Uh, so you're going to have to choose one or the other. For me, if, I'm no, if I know that I'm either going to be using the Bubba Keg, which really runs best on the uh, lump charcoal. It's just the way the cooker's made. Just like a green egg, just like a Primo, just like a grilled dome. All those ceramic cookers are always going to run better on um, lump charcoal. It's just the way it is. I've tried it out a billion times. I've tried to do the uh, Bubba Keg with or with uh, briquettes, and it just doesn't work out very well. Um, so when I'm using that one, it's always lump charcoal. When I'm using the kettle grill, the Weber kettle, and I'm going to be doing hot and fast, or I'm going to be doing a real hot indirect, then I'm going to be using lump charcoal because I know that I'm going to be done within an hour and a half or two hours at the most. So I don't want to keep going in there and feeding it and feeding it and feeding it. It's a pain in the ass. But if I know that I'm going to be doing a long cook and I'm going to be firing up the Weber Smoky Mountains, you can bet your sweet ass that I'm actually going to be looking for the briquettes over the lump charcoal because I know that in the middle of the night I'm not going to have to get up and check and see if I'm running out of fuel. If it's colder out, you can you can guarantee I'm not going to be using a lot because I know I'm going to have to get up like three different times during the course of the cook to refuel it. I'm just I understand that there's less considerably less ash. I'm not going to have any potential of choking out the fire, but I want to have the the consistency and the integrity of the briquette when I'm doing the overnight cooks or I'm doing the longer five and six hour uh, you know rib cooks or, or this or that. So uh, 
This is, uh, this is what I'm telling you. But clean your grills for crying out loud. We've got a great, great season coming up. We have great guests coming up. They're going to be talking about recipes, and I want you to be able to use the grills. I want you to be able to use your barbecue pits. You know, clean those out too. Do it now. Cleaning is important. Healthy grill, clean grill, hot, clean, lubricated, all that stuff that we talk about all the time. You got to do it now. Take time out of your weekend now while it's going to be nice, at least warm. If it's raining, pull it in. Pull it in to the garage and clean it out for once in its miserable life. Why not? Why not treat it like it's your 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 it's a, it's your grill mistress. That's what it is. You love that grill. You just don't want to admit it. Show it a little love. It'll love you right back. All right, it's gonna do it. Thanks for uh, hanging with me in the after dark portion of the show. A little grill maintenance little attack on me, but I'll get over it. Uh, Rumor has it that Harry Carey will be back next week. He just messaged me from the dead. Always exciting when he does that. Thanks to my first hour guest, Robin Lindars, grillgirl.com. Let's see. Am I going to take this phone call? Am I going to take this phone call? I'm in the outro. Am I going to take this phone call? Damn it. And you know I'm going to take this phone call. Area code 423, naming where you're calling from. Are you kidding me? You're kidding me. I stopped everything for that. I stopped everything for that? Is that possible? I can't end the show like that. Gotta go to area code 816, naming where you're calling from. Tyler, Kansas City. Hey, Tyler, how are you? I'm good. What's up, buddy? Uh, I know you're getting ready to head out. I just want to tell you that um, I want to give you a suggestion. I thought maybe it might be time for you to do another uh, roundtable. Tyler, you must be... uh, Are you a mind reader by trade? Perhaps. Good for you. I'll gladly pay you $5 to read my palm from now on because I'm actually in the midst of actually putting together a series of roundtables and uh, earlier in the year, we like to focus them on the uh, competition side. And then uh, coming up more towards the summer, we do the backyard roundtables. So uh, just sit tight and we will, uh, we'll get you taken care of with those roundtables. Right, Tyler? I can't wait. I would love to hear both sides of it. I would love to maybe even get a chance to be in the backyard sometime. Hey, well, uh, just send me your contact information. We'll get you in the queue. Thanks, buddy. Have a great night. All right. Take care. It's Tyler. Got to love it. Tyler marking out. Love that. Got to love it. That's funny. I mean, I was just going to be uh, saying. <laughs> Are you guys reading what the hell is going on in this instant message? I really make it a habit. I really try to make it a habit not to read the instant messages as they're rolling through because inherently I'll get lost and then I'll see something that I don't like. And then there you go. Then I get lost and I, you know, what can I tell you? Uh, John Lynch, thanks again for the uh, prize pack, buddy. Let's try this again. Get me the hell out of here. Give me my show back. Give me back my show! So, I've let the cat out of the bag. Roundtables will be coming up. Great guests next week already lining up. Harry Carey is in. Thanks, everybody, in the Ustream side for tuning in and watching. Uh, 
Thanks to Robin Lindars for Rim Job Cocktails. Whoa. Grillgirl.com. G-R-R-L. Grillgirl.com. And uh, thanks, everybody, that called in. Thanks for everybody voting tonight. Appreciate it. We'll see you back here next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And until then, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now. Thank you.